Thank you all for your love and support of Melanated Memoirs, and thank you for your patience. I introduce to you chapter one of Elisa's Treasure. This story is based off of my own experiences being a victim of domestic violence. I want to articulate some of the realities. And through this story that's based off of my life, I want you all to not only just be entertained, but be educated on what happens in instances of domestic violence. I'm not going to lie. It has been a journey to get healed from that. And also follow Melanated Memoirs on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere where you can find podcasts. And if you would like to show support to Melanated Memoirs, you can hit up my cash app, dollar sign, Yannick T Music, or go to my PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash Yannick Taylor. The links are in my show notes if you are listening. Follow Melanated Memoirs on Twitter at Melanated Memoir. Live, love, and be free. Let's get into chapter one of Elisa's Treasure. Baby girl, I am so sorry that this happened to you. I did not know that Tyrell was like that. I thought he was an upstanding, upright man, Marvin said to his baby girl. God, please help my daughter. Marvin sat by Elisa's bedside, crying, tears of anger and tears of sadness. Looking at all the tubes, the IV, the heart monitors, the bandages that encompass the body of his one and only child, Elise Chantel Bowman Cartier. Elise opens her eyes. She had been in a medically induced coma as they had to do surgery on her a couple of days prior due to the abuse, the brutal beating that she endured at the hands of her husband, Tyrell Cartier. She looked up in her daddy's eyes and began to cry. Don't cry, baby girl. Daddy's right here. It's okay. I got you. Daddy, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. It's okay, baby girl. It's okay. We'll deal with this later, but you need to get better. Where is Tyrell? Baby girl, he's in jail. Huh? He's in jail. What happened? The neighbors had complained about the noise during the altercation. And they heard your head hit the wall and some gunshots. And they called 911. When they got there, 
Tyrell was immediately arrested. When the police saw what happened to you, they immediately took him in. He had threatened a police officer, tried to assault them as well. They had to take him down. Elise began to cry again. Don't get yourself all worked up, Marvin says to his lovely baby girl. Her curly hair, disheveled, her beautiful brown face swollen and bruised and blackened, stitched up to repair the damage from a love gone wrong. You know, baby girl, had I known that Tyrell was such an asshole like he is, I wouldn't have let you marry him. Daddy, there's so much I want to say right now, but I'm just so tired. I understand, baby girl, but daddy's right here. I'm going to protect you. Now, when you get ready to leave here in a few more days... You're coming to live with me. Tyrell does not know where I'm taking you. He does not know where we're going to be. A restraining order has already been put in place. So you don't have to worry. Thank you, daddy. Elise turns her head to the wall. And she replays what happened. Just a few days prior. Things started off so well, started off so lovely. How did everything end up so wrong? How did everything end up in the very pits of hell for her? Did she purposely ignore the signs? You see, it all happened one night during dinner. Tyrell had just lost his job. Working at a local factory. As they had went out of business. And things had been kind of rough the last couple of weeks. He had been looking for a job. And Elise was being nothing but supportive. Less did she know. A side of him that she thought was gone. That he promised would never come back. Had surfaced yet again. All she did was ask him how the job search was going. And he began to turn on her like a ravenous dog, like a rabid animal seeking to destroy its prey. Daddy, all I did was ask him how the job search was going. And he turned on me. Her brown hands began to shake. And Marvin began to comfort her. What are you doing here, Marvin? And now is not the time. You're damn right it isn't. What did you do this time, you little bitch? Anne says to Elise. Hold up now, Anne. You're not going to be cussing out my daughter like that. Marvin, she's still my daughter. Did you really think about that, Anne? When you kicked me out of the house for something better? When I can provide for you like you thought I should provide for you. Anne looks at Marvin with a cold glance that could freeze beer. 
her red lipstick, her freshly done hair as it stood in a bun in her fur coat. I always could do better than you. The only thing good that came out of this was this child, Elise. Now hold up now. What did you do, Elise? Anne continues. Mom, all I did was ask him how the job search was going. Girl, you never ask a man how the job is going. That's the last thing you need to do. That's been your whole problem the whole damn time. You ask too many goddamn questions. Mom, not now. Anne, leave, please. I'm still her mother, and you're upsetting her. She's been out of surgery, and she's been through hell and high water. How long has this been going on with her? For several months. Wait, what? It's been going on for several months, you heard me. But it's all because of her damn mouth and her damn antics. She's just fucking ungrateful. And I'm sick and tired of you blaming our daughter for everything that has happened to you. Well, I knew he was an upstanding man. He owned a factory. He was the CEO of the company. Who knew it was going to go bankrupt? You know, you've always been a social climber, Anne. Marvin, don't antagonize me today. I can still make your life a living hell. Really, Anne? Really? You don't have that power over me. Our daughter is 30 years old now. Daddy, it's okay. It's really okay. No, it's not okay, Anne. Elise, let me talk to your mother. Anne, you're doing too much right now. Well, I always told her she has to please and submit to her man. Oh, is that what you call it? Letting a man run her over just so you can be free of her, just so she can have the good life like you had it? Uh, well, you know what, Marvin? My parents went upside my head and I turned out fine. The lies you tell. Elise, I'm going to be back in a couple of days. Johnny is taking me on a cruise and I don't want to miss this. So if you need anything, don't call me. Call your father because I'll be on my cruise. This is all your fault. You shitted and stepped in it again. And turns and walks out of the door. Living the stench of anger, bitterness, and bitch in the atmosphere. Don't listen to her, Elise. Don't listen to her. But our main priority is getting you divorced from this fool. Why didn't you tell me sooner? Daddy, I just thought that if I did everything right, baby, that is not an excuse for him to keep putting his hands on you. Daddy, but, but, Let's just focus on getting you better. You're coming home with me. You leave here in a, at the end of the week and you're coming to my house. Okay, daddy. Now you get you some rest, baby girl. Your aunt Vanessa is coming to bring a change of clothes for me and she's bringing us some food. 
She's bringing your favorite. Banana pudding. Thank you, Daddy. I love you. I love you too, baby girl. Domestic violence is real. And it can cost someone their life. If you or someone that you love and know is in a situation to where they are being victimized in the home or being abused, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-723. This will save somebody's life. It doesn't matter if it's in a same gender loving relationship or a, or a heterosexual relationship between partners, whomever. It can take various forms such as physical, verbal, emotional, sexual, reproductive, religious, economic. It doesn't matter. Domestic murders also include stoning, bride burning, honor killings, and dowry deaths. But again, if you know someone who could use this information, call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. Please save a life. This is your host, Yannick Taylor, the writer and creator of Elisa's Treasure. Pray that you all share this with someone and that you support this. This is something that I hold dear to my heart. The reason being is I too am a victim of domestic violence and I survived. I was afraid because at the time I was in a SGL LGBT oriented relationship and I felt ashamed due to religious reasoning and religious upbringing. But please do not let that stop you from getting help. There are resources available. There is help available. There is support for you. Again, thank you again for chiming in to chapter one of Elisa's treasure entitled Love's Brutality. Again, follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you can find podcasts or whatever app that you use podcasts on. We'll love you forever. Now, y'all go live, love and be free. And remember, you are loved. You are a precious gem. And no one deserves to beat you. You are not a punching bag. All right. Thanks again. Thanks again. And the music that you heard at the beginning of this is Dust and Memories by Unheard Music Concepts. Y'all give it up to them for allowing us to use that for this podcast. I love you. God bless you.